1: Speak to quarters. The Stand by this time battery.
2: One broadside into her, if you please, Captain Bush.
1: Pointers on target. Prince stops ready. I saw ready. Fire. <laughs>
2: Michael Redgrave as C.S. Forrester's Indomitable Man of the Sea, Horatio Hornblower. baltic sea what happened there in the next few months would change the history of the world for better or for worse napoleon had overrun the continent england alone was fighting and for her very life the baltic was our lifeline of supplies french privateers raiding our traders there must be wiped out one of these the blanche fleur had already caused much damage and i was resolved to track her down she'd been reported entering the baltic only a day or so ahead of us our squadron had seen no action since we'd had to shoot our way in through the straits a few days earlier. The officers and men of the Nonsuch were growing restless, but one morning there was a sudden hail from the masthead.
1: Sail! Sail to the Come with go home, sir. A sail! Maybe the
2: Blanche Fleur. Oh, however you say it, that French corvette. If it's the Blanche Fleur, we're in luck. I'll trouble you to give me the glass if you please, Captain Bush. Aye, aye, sir. Can you see her, sir? Oh, confounded fog! Yes, yeah. yes, I can just make out her topsails. Is she a twenty gunner? A corvette? She's not far off. It's hard to tell though in this mist. Well, whoever she is, she's coming straight for us. Yes. Call all hands and man the guns, please, Captain. Aye, aye, sir. All
1: hands on deck! All hands on deck! Run out the guns and stand by. Run out the guns and stand by. I Yes, she's tacking. Aye, sir. She's on the port tack,
2: bearing east by north, east Trying to get away. Must be a Frenchman. I'll Set all sail, Captain Bush, if you please. Aye, aye, sir. Set all sail. Loose the royals. And alter your course, two points to starboard, Captain. We'll intercept her. Aye, aye, sir. Two points to starboard. Up for the stuncils. Yes, I can see her better now. She's no call of it. Appears to be quite unarmed. Oh, she's not our chase, I'm afraid, Captain Bush. Then why did she tack the moment she sighted us, Any ship beating up for the sound would have to tack here. I suppose you're right, oh, sir. Don't be downhearted, Bush. She looks like a merchantman. Hey, mouse head! What do you
1: see there? Can you make out her colors? No, sir! Chase off in yes,
2: We'll soon find out. Hold your course, Bush, and we'll intercept her anyway.
1: I can not see her, after She's flying British girls. Uh-huh. Oh, she's a British ship. Excellent.
2: Now at least we'll get some news and information badly needed too. Lay a course to pass her within hail, if you please. Aye, aye, sir.
1: her the point, quartermaster. Get those tonsils in again, Mr. Hurst. Aye,
2: aye sir. Yeah, she's a merchantman, all right. I can see her cargo now. It looks like timber. I well, can't be too careful in these waters. Better ask her for the private code, Captain. Very good, sir.
1: Mr. Hurst signal to give the merchant ship private code numeral. Aye, aye,
2: sir. Ah, uh, we'll see what she replies.
1: Here comes her flags up, sir.
2: A, T, numeral 5, 7. That's the correct reply for last winter, sir. Well, she's loaded with cargo, so she won't have been home to receive the new code. Signal her to heave to it, please. May heave to, Mr. Hurst. Aye, aye, sir. There. She's backing her main chock, over. Wait. what that she's hoisting? Look, sir. Yes, I see. That's the yellow flag she's hoisting now, sir. The fever flag. Must have some kind of pestilence aboard her. Aye, Tom. Look what she's hoisted
1: there. The yellow flag. So it is. I'll wager she's got the pox aboard her. She's a death ship. Heaven help her. That
2: must be her captain there on the poop deck. Give me the trumpet.
1: Oh, uh, What ship are you? Maggie Jones of Liverpool. Eleven days out from the port of Namble. What's that yellow flag for? Smallpox. Smallpox? By the great horn, sir, we must... cases, sir. Two days. First case a week ago. What's your course? We are beating up for the sound now. What news from ports? Are Sweden and Russia still neutral? That's what they call themselves, sir. Uh, do you think Bonaparte is winning these Baltic countries round to his side? Hard to tell, sir. We are standing under license, but the Russian embargo still holds, and Sweden fighting up our force against us. Captain Why are you sailing without convoy? Didn't want to, but there was none available at Naval. Don't you know these are dangerous waters for unguarded merchantmen? I know, sir, but we had no choice. We must get back to England with our cargo. There's the meetings, you know. What about a corvette called the Blanche Fleur? Any news of her import? Heard a rumor? he was last seen heading far down than south. Thank you, Captain. What is that noise? That's one of the small monsters in the hole, sir. Delirious!
2: The patient must be violent for us to hear his he shrieks way over here.
1: Yes, sir, it's horrible. You may be interested to know, sir, they say the Tsar is meeting Bernard Dots of Sweden next week for a conference. We're in Russia. There's for let's hope. Something strange about
2: all this. Something was not quite right. Was he trying to distract me for all that groaning and shouting that i be just one man? It sounded more like a chorus. And this this captain, I felt a sudden stab of suspicion. He said all the right things, but wasn't he a shade too glib, a little too professional? Still, if you were telling the truth... It is a big risk, of course, and yet a a man must make decisions. Captain Bush, send a boat with a boarding party over to that ship. Sir, with smallpox aboard, we have hundreds of men crammed into close quarters here. It would sweep us like wildfire. I appreciate your concern for the men, Bush, but do you suppose I'd risk their lives without sufficient reason?
1: No, sir, of course not. I
2: I merely... uh... I know from your face, Bush. You're still hoping I'll reconsider, aren't you? Well, I'm sorry, Captain, the order stands. Come along, I want to get another look at
1: her from that forest. Aye, aye, right, sir. Both of them, man the whaler with a boarding party. Aye, aye, right, sir. Hoist the tackle. Lower the whaler. Abel Green's got the little
2: Hear that, mates? She's got the yellow flag. We're ordered to board her. Hold off, mates. I ain't boarding no plague ship, not for the king himself. A good fight with knives and cutlasses is one thing, but if we board that we'll come back with a box as sure as Sunday. And if one gets it, we all get it. And it ain't no pretty way to die. Our captain wouldn't do this. It's the Commodore. It's a difficult He is. Aye. Let but him board the plague ship.
1: So say I. The fuck is worse than the yard arm any day. We're done for, whichever way. Belay we it.
2: We Here he comes back with his blooming trumpet.
1: Captain Park, stay hold to. Well,
2: what is it? Come the men, sir. A version tells me they're afraid they don't want to board a ship with a yellow flag you're in command of this vessel captain bush it's up to you to maintain discipline i need not remind you that the admiralty will have a full report of this incident aye aye sir bosom tell the men that if there's one more minutes delay in manning the boat they will all be tried for mutiny and hanged. they say they prefer the gallows to the calling fox death sir i'll tell them wait i'm going along with the boarding party myself tell the men that you
1: but sir oh we're sending a boat to you we're telling aboard as you wish, sir, I've warned you of this smallpox. Will you send us Sir a Nixon?
2: This was exactly what he should have said. A sick pang of doubt shot through me. But it would have been quite impossible to turn back now my own orders. Man, the
1: weather. The Commodore's coming along. Look at sir! The Commodore's going with us. I'm with him for one. How about you, Tom? Blow away! Come on, Mike. On we go.
2: She'll be ready for you to board in a moment. Thank you, Carlos. Would you summon Sergeant Choke, please? We'll take him along. Aye, aye, sir. Look, sir. What about the captain over there on the Maggie? He's thrown down his trumpet and he's stamping about like a crazy man. He seems to be shouting some kind of an order. We'll soon find out what all that racket's about. It does seem strange, sir. At any rate, she's had a good view now of our 74 guns. She'll hardly try to run for it.
1: Ahoy, the Maggie! Fox or no fox, they're on the way. And take this word of warning. Stay all too, or I'll sink you.
2: British Navy. Where is Captain Clark? We wish to surrender, sir. What's this? We wish to surrender. We are helpless against your guns. We did not expect to meet the British Navy. Who are you? I speak for the French crew for the board to take the Maggie into port. As yes, I thought. A pirate crew. This ship is a prize. Sir. Yes, sir. A French prize taken two days ago. By what ship was she captured? By what ship? Answer me. By the Blanche Fleur, sir. We are of the Blanche Fleur's crew. The Blanche Flared. You hear that, Connors? well are hot on her trail. Finally, the Maggie's no plague ship. She's a great piece of luck. That yellow flag was hoisted to keep us from boarding her. A clever trick, I suppose you thought, eh, sir? I think so myself. Yeah, take this man prisoner and round up the others, Connors. Aye, aye, sir. Get
1: on lads. Thank you.
2: And find this Captain Clark. I am most curious. You were up there. What have you done with Captain Clark? Speak up! He's on the voyage, sir What's that? He shot himself, sir. The captain shot. You're confounded Connors! If one of your men did that, I'll have his head. I'll break him, court-martial him, ruin him, and have him begging bread in the gutters. All of Oh no, sir. Beg pardon, sir. But it wasn't any of us. He done it himself, sir. He shot himself. The gun's still smoking in his hand. Is he dead? No, sir. He's still alive. Well, fetch the surgeon immediately. The surgeon's with him now, sir. Now over there, sir. All right, come on. Looks pretty bad. What's his condition, surgeon? He? He's dying, sir. Can't last long. Want to do something for him? Not very much, sir. I'm afraid.
1: we are just released the English crew, sir. They
2: were shut up in the forecastle. It was them making all that
1: noise. Oh, fuck me that?
2: Sir, here comes the real skipper of the Maggie, Captain Elphie. His name is Sir. Oh, then clark These in... renegades—they're working for the French. Ah. Commodore Holbro. Captain Elsby, how do you do, sir? Thank heaven you came. How oh, we yelled in there, hoping you'd hear us. Almost blew our lungs out, sir. <laughs> Good work, Captain. We heard you. Uh-huh. I'm afraid this Clark fellow had fooled you. He was a devilish clever impostor. We heard the shot I'd like to find out something more about him. Clark. Clark. Any, any I don't
1: know, sir. He's
2: sinking fast. Why, why, why should an Englishman betray his own country like this? Did he choose? Was he forced? Oh, we'll never know. Uh, uh, he's trying I, I, to speak, I, sir. Or,
1: um, Bonaparte
2: will rule the
1: world. Long live Bonaparte.
2: Apparently, that is my answer. Swine.
1: Uh, traitors. Quiet. I. Uh,
2: I tried. Right, you did indeed. How is he, Sergeant? Losing consciousness, sir, but uh, there's still a pulse. He may linger for a while, perhaps an hour, perhaps not. We must hang him, sir, before he dies. What did you say, Captain Elfie? We can convene a court-martial, try him on the spot, and have done with it at short order. He's committed high treason, sir. He should be executed for it. He's incapable of defending himself. What defense could he possibly offer, sir? You have scores of witnesses against him. Myself, the English crew, the captured pirates. What more could you ask, Commodore? A fair trial, Captain, and that will be impossible under the circumstances. He'll slip through our fingers, sir, if you delay. Let him. But treason is no light matter, sir. Lords of the Admiralty might very well agree with you, Wellesley, but I can't do it. I will not hang a man who is already so near death. But the example to the men, sir. We must always think of that. It discourages desertion. That... What sort of an example would it be to hang a dying man? If I can't hold men's loyalty without that sort of thing, I'm not fit to command them, that's certain. Now, my mind is made right up, Captain. I'll hear no more of it. As you say, Commodore... Come, come, Captain. Let him die in peace. Peace? He deserves no peace. I said we'll leave him with the surgeon, Captain Ellsby. As we walked away from the dying man, it was horrible to see the look on Elsbeth's face. The man still lusted for revenge against that helpless, wretched Englishman. Elsbeth didn't know and probably would never learn that mere revenge is always stale and unprofitable. However, this was no time to compare moralities. Now, tell me more about this pirate ship, the Blanche Fleur. She's our real target. She's a ship-rigged, flush deck, 20-gunner, what the French call her corvette, She's mm. to be reckoned. Yes, yes, I know. Where were you when she attacked? Just off the island of Rugen on the Swedish coast. the oh, island of Rugen. Rugen, eh? Yes, that would make an effective base. She could lie in wait there, then pounce on our trading ships as they come down from Finland and Russia. The worst part of it is, sir, in order to get safely by the island, you must pass through a narrow. There's a two-fathom shoal, Yes, yes, there. I remember that shoal from the charts. So she hemmed you in between the shoal and the land, eh? exactly exactly sir and we were at her mercy but what could we do against her 20 guns with all our escape cut off well you did what you could captain at any rate your shouts rescued the maggie the rest is up to us the blanche fleur must be punished before she finds more victims in the baltic we set the maggie to rights again and saw her off after home then we patrolled the coast hoping for a glimpse of the blanche fleur there was almost constant fog broken by fitful intervals of chilly sunshine i took what advantage i could of one such interval. a bath at sea is a fine thing under a splashing pump on the wash deck where you can stand up straight and prance around too if that's your fancy far cry from being cramped up into one of those little infernal sitting tubs on land but brown my faithful coxswain who stood by with a big towel was shivering and looking thoroughly miserable (laughs) <laughs> What's the matter with you, Brian? You look positively blue. Oh, it's the water, sir. It's icy. Well, you're not in it, I am. Oh, I know, sir, but right out of the freezing faulty. Why, oh, I can't persuade myself it's at all helpful to oh, you. Rabbit. I suppose it is. Best tonic in the world. Freshens the blood, softens the wits, sir. You ought to try it, Brown. Oh, if you please, sir, i would much rather not. It's <laughs> <keep laughs> mediating just to watch <laughs> you, sir. <laughs> Come <Commodore> on <laughs> home, <laughs> uh, sir. Sir, uh, sir i'm sorry to interrupt you sir but captain um, bush me. Oh, oh, oh what is it can't you see i'm oh here turn off this jet will you turn off this jet i say is everybody deaf That's better. well now what is it mr hurst hand me a towel brown no come on the big one. Come oh, on. shall i get your rope too sir this breezy that right and... towel didn't you hear yes sir oh but but really sir all you're... right young man what's your errand now speak up there there's a sail been sighted to lure what it. why the deuce did not you say so I'll come to the quarter deck immediately it might be the Blanche fleur. but sir you're closed you oh, can't don't bother go. me Brian this is important give me the glass Captain Bush now where is she she's gone we've lost her I'm afraid sir it's misting up over there again she's oh. disappeared into the fog and this blasted fog is coming our way to own confound the weather could you tell what her course was Bush North by northeast to half north, sir. She may have seen us, I'm not sure. We'll have to take a chance. Pursue her on that course, Captain. Aye, aye, sir. <sighs> now to wait till this scurvy fog lift. Oh, uh, I'll stand watch with you. Aye, sir. Excuse me, sir, but
1: uh,
2: yes? there's a north wind. And... Mm. Well, that is, I mean to say, sir, uh, aren't you a little cold in that uh, towel? Huh? Oh, good heavens, I've forgotten all about it <laughs> Where are my clothes? Anyway, here, Brown. Where are you? Well, Brown, <laughs> there I am, sir. Oh, Brian, what do you mean by letting me charge off that way without a stitch of clothes on? This whole ship has gone mad. Quite mad, I tell you. We followed our chase through the increasing fog, the other ships of the squadron keeping course as best they could. The next day, about noon, the wind freshened and the mist began to clear. There is nowhere in view she's probably sighted us intact sir I'm afraid she's got away hold to your course captain aye aye sir oh come don't look so greedy Bush this sea is not as white as the Atlantic you know well sir almost three days without a sign don't you suppose I'll I'll the leak you hear
1: that Bush let me have
2: the glass aye aye sir can you see her? What is she? glasses certainly aren't as good as they were once. I can't see one confounded thing. Most head there. What's her position? Call it.
1: Three points and there. Ah,
2: there she is. And she's our chaser, Right, a flush-decked 20-gunner. And the French colors must be the blanche fleur. Set all sail, Captain, at once. She's sighted us now, sir. No doubt about it. She's making off on the full speed. And if I'm not mistaken, she's heading straight for those narrows off Rügen Island. Good. Why? That's exactly where she trapped the Maggie, isn't it? Yes. Then why is the Blanche Fleur allowing the us Those are neutral Swedish waters, Bush. The Blanche Fleur knows that we know that. She's counting on our fear of offending Sweden's neutrality. It's not unclever of her, I admit. Cowardly trick look at her in there almost why almost leering at us what can we do sir we can't do you'll keep the nonsuch here this side of the channel we'll post the lotus at the other end blanche fleurs bottled herself up we better make the most of it then you intend i think i'll go aboard one of the bomb catches why not the moth she's got a good range she's easy to maneuver besides her captain duncan's just a youngster Last time he saw some action don't you think (laughs) you're going to throw bombs sweden our orders were to maintain sweden's friendliness if possible mm, it's possible mm, i know I know. but who can have their cake and eat it too eh oh, i only meant you told me yourself sir our greatest hope is to bring sweden and the russians in as allies now, bush i wish you'd stop sounding like the voice of my conscience i wonder if no no it can't be helped we can't hold off sweden wants the best of both worlds to make both france and england happy but i No, Bush, our first concern must be the Blanche Fleur and her finish. I hope you're right, sir. I hope I'm right, too, Bush. I'd better be. If I'm not, the Admiralty will have my hide. And just because your commodores aboard the mark you needn't change your habits man oh, for heaven's sake relax put your hands in your pockets Mr. So you must and leave off fidgeting thank you sir uh, how much longer do you think we'll have to wait i know you're eager for action duncan but do have a little patience your mortars are quite accurate i suppose oh yes sir. yes indeed and i cut the fuses myself sir if you'll excuse me sir I- i'll go forward. we're in range now yes i'll go with you there she is, riding at anchor over there, feeling snug and smug and sound, eh, Duncan? Right where she's pounced on other prey besides. Ah, poetic justice. Weather's still a little sticky, sir. I'll cut the fuses, one and eleven-sixteenths. How do you figure that? I found during practice manoeuvres that the fuse burns at different speeds according to the weather. Uh, this seems about right for today. We wouldn't want the shell to burst in air. Quite so, quite so. This must be a surprise. Well, proceed when ready, Duncan. Aye, aye, sir. Eleven hundred yards. We'll try a pound and three-quarters of powder, Mr. Johns. Aye, aye, right, sir. and three-quarters.
1: Now the linstock. Yes, sir. To the fuse. Let it catch. One, two, three, four, five. She's caught, sir. Ready? Fire! There, sir. You can see the shell rising over the mast head.
2: The shell burst in the air. My my fuses are at fault. Not necessarily. Let's try a little more powder. Uh, we'll try two more pinches of powder this time, Mr. Johns. Oh, All yeah, right, sir.
1: Now. Ready? Fire. I think
2: we've hit her, sir. Wait till the smoke clears Then we can. Yes. A square hit on her bow. The men are taking to the boats. Another shell into our farm. Die, I, sir.
1: Uh, jump to it, men. Both mortars together. Be lively.
2: It wasn't long before the Blanche Fleur lay a smoking, helpless wreck. Her raiding days were over. I must say, though, I find myself feeling a little chilled and empty. This has been a brutal business. We had destroyed a ship which had no chance of filing back effectively oh of course it would read well in my report and brother officers would tell each other in the clubs of hornblowers newest success then why this feeling of inglorious dissatisfaction but naturally i couldn't speak of this to anyone especially since that very night aboard my flagship we celebrated and now gentlemen I would like to give you all a toast to a young officer whose careful attention to duty and whose marked professional ability resulted in the destruction of the enemy. Captain Duncan of the Mosque. Oh, right, right. Right, yeah, right. Yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. Well, aren't you going to reply, Mr. Duncan? It, it, it wasn't I at all. It, it, it was the Commodore who... Uh, well, well. After all, I, I mean, Captain Duncan. If you wish to advance in His Majesty's Navy, never try to offset commendation when it's due.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I suggest you might show off your vocal powers to greater advantage by favoring us with one of your songs.
1: Oh, oh yeah, yes,
2: uh, I've uh, heard about uh, them. Never fear. Oh, uh, come on.
1: on. come on. Why? Thank you, sir. Well, let, let me see. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> she was a prize. Yes, oh, that she was a proud, the lovely lass with the sea green eyes, the, the lovely lass with the sea green eyes, so tall and fair.
2: each man there was thinking of someone left behind at home. I know I was. I thought of Barbara. Horatio Hornblower, starring Michael Redgrave, is based on the novels by C.S. Forrester. Music composed and conducted by Sydney Torch.
1: Produced by Harry Allen Towers.